Welcome to the K-Pop Corner. This is Kendra. We have the awesome Jade. Hi, friends. We have a very random, newsworthy episode 59. Um, we're going to start with Shonu and Hyungwon's The Unseen Album, the music part and promotions. Um, and then we have just a onslaught of things to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, just K-pop happenings. Yes. Um, so, what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the XXL unit. <laughs> the album itself, the music, obviously you got to listen to the whole thing, right? I did. Awesome. Did you <clears throat> like it? I did. It's a, it's a <laughs> sweet little mini. There's only five yeah. songs. 15 minutes. Very enjoyable. Um, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I feel like this is like the theme of this whole entire podcast. Like, I don't know what I was expecting. (laughs) I also did not realize how well their voices matched. Same. Yeah. So super enjoyable for me. Yeah. Honestly, like we've said before, when we listen to the album previews, I never quite know exactly what is going to come out like right you know this the clips are so small mm-hmm. so i figured i would probably enjoy most of the songs but i wasn't sure mm-hmm. right so once you got to like listen to the whole thing in its entirety i think it every song meshes really well with the next song yeah i agree it's very cohesive it is but there's enough varieties that it's not you know doesn't there's definitely like really nice pacing and Mm -hmm. good variety of sounds i agree i there's not any skips for me right i think are there any standouts i don't know why but roll with me so roll with me from the um preview i was like Mm -hmm. i think i might like this one right yeah (laughs) but when i actually got to hear it i was like oh yeah (laughs) yeah so roll with me for sure is Mm -hmm my favorite and i believe that's a hyunwon produce right yeah i I believe it's his side yeah i think so yeah that is probably my favorite song on this album yes it's so good i love the title track i think that was a Mm -hmm. good choice agreed it was the right choice for a title yeah because i think out of all the songs, even with Roll With Me being my favorite, I still think Love Me A Little had, like, the best, uh... Energy? Energy, yeah. For the yeah. choreography that Shonu mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. It just really comes together. Agreed. Yeah. And I love how throughout this album, their voices sounded different. Yeah? So Like, from I... MX, or... Well, just from each other, I feel like there was... I forgot which song. Uh, was it Love Therapy? No, one of them. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Like, <laughs> there was, like, falsettos and then just, like, different registers. So even within their own voices, like, there was range. Gotcha. Um, so which yeah. made it really kind of interesting. Love Therapy has a really fun beat. Yeah. I like that one. It gets stuck mm-hmm. in my head a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And I love there were a couple songs where, like, again, I forgot which one. I should have written it down because, you know, it's Friday night and I have, like, oh, 
being a space cadet. It's like, easy to identify when you're listening and yeah. harder to recall. Correct. I have the same um, problem. I think, like, Hyunwon, like, did some rapping. Oh! <laughs> right? <Wait. laughs> did he? Am I making it up? <laughs> Am I completely missing so you know how many times i listened to this in the shower and driving oh like i literally <laughs> like i just listened to it like on my way home from yoga okay yeah well now you have to tell me which one I or i'm gonna remember. have to listen to you're gonna it have again. to re-listen to the <laughs> to the album spend the 15 minutes it's not in true. love true, it's true. not in the first song <laughs> <laughs> was it love therapy I want, I think it was later. Was it Play Me? Wow, I have no idea. I don't like, remember. I- and you know what's really weird? Because I always listen to the the album in order. Right, same. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's I feel funny. like every time I hear it, I was like, I need to make a mental note. But like, I don't look at what song it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, I would understand because it's not like if either of them were to do anything, it's going to be like sub rapping, like yeah, like oh, more yeah. subtle, soft. Correct. That's exactly what face. it is. No, yeah. no. <laughs> so it's no. a little more obscure. No one is playing like Juhan in this album. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very subtle. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was super happy. Um. Yeah, I think I, like, honestly, Roll With Me is my favorite song, and Love Me A Little is, like, up there. Yes, me too. Um, I also like Slow Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Honestly, like I said, even if you're not maybe feeling it at that moment, mm-hmm. um, all the songs still are just really hooky and... Agreed. I guess kind of mellow, but still like in an upbeat way. It's, yeah. It's, it's got a good sound. It's a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, what, it, what would you call this in terms of um, genre? <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to pull a Hyunwon K-pop? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Because <laughs> it's not like R&B, right? It's, it's, it, it's peppier than that. I know. It's, that's why I'm hesitant to say R&B. It's like some parts might have some it's, R&B flavor. Yeah, for but... me, it's very, it's it's like a mellow pop. Yeah. Yeah, maybe right? it's just pop. K-pop. It's just pop. It's just, yes, it is K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> He's so funny. I know. And I love how you just set it up prop like perfectly. I was like, do I say it? I'm like I was not expecting it either. <laughs> it like took a second to register. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I then mean, you're like, young one. But he also fits. It does. Um, yeah. <sighs> That's too funny. I'm yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's definitely, it's a little bit mellower. Um, you know, it's it's subtly sexy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's a perfect description. Yeah. Because nothing about 
like their choreography for Love Me a Little. Like it's not like it's sexy, but it's not it's not like they're trying to be sexy either. It's very you know I mean? understated. Yeah. Yeah. It's very understated. And it's all like it's subtle and understated and sort of like unexpected. And it is kind of funny because they are two very sexy people, so they don't need to try too hard. That's true. <laughs> like, Shonu is tall, but he's not as tall as Young One. Mm hmm. But Shonu is definitely, like, more. Not muscular. He is muscular, obviously, but, like. Right. He just has that different build. Yeah. But together, they still are very similar to one another. I think they, they're very, they complement each other yeah. really, really well. In their appearance and also in their voices. Yeah. So I think this album really just suits both of their, like, I don't, it feels, like, really easy because I think these songs, like, fit their styles really, really well. Yeah. Because I think both I of them are a little bit more, like, layback. Like, the music is a little bit more sensual, so it's, like, softer, like, a softer sexy. Um, because, you know, they're not, like, there's no, like, crazy kind of, like, very, um, like, direct, like, lyrics, you know. I don't know. Yeah. So there's yeah. not nothing like kind of like shocking, but like, and it's not do... like they're like dropping to the the stage ground and like humping. Correct, it. <laughs> exactly. It's nothing and they... like that. No, and honestly, yeah. it, this is this whole unit is very adult. So the like everything like I'm super happy with everything I've seen, but mm -hmm. they really do just complement each other really, really well. The visuals, like, their personalities, the way they move. Yeah. And also, like, their voices. I agree. They were smart putting them together. Which is also kind of funny because the story came out that, like, I guess SSE actually approached Hyunwon to see if he want, he was interested in a solo. And he oh. wasn't really interested. And then they were like, hey, what do you think about having a unit while Shonu was still, you know, in military. He's like, yeah. So <laughs> whoever put that. these two together, good job. I hope you got right. a raise and a bonus. Seriously. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I can kind of see why maybe Hyungwon wouldn't want to do a solo because I did notice on the stages and like certain interviews that he is really bashful sometimes yeah, yeah or just really like you know the nervous laughter kind of thing <laughs> yeah so i noticed that um shonu knew how to like deal with that stuff pretty stone cold face wise right well i you think know? this is why for me they they just complement each other in every aspect right. uh, of being a unit yeah i think they yeah i mean shonu it's intimidating sturdy. yeah exactly yeah. Shonu no, like is the most the... unbothered person I ever. Like, nothing really phases him. It's just, like, he's so... I think he's just, like, very matter-of-fact. So he kind of, like, eases the tension. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And Hyunwon <laughs> just giggles. He giggles They're so, so much. They're so freaking cute. <laughs> it's so funny. 
I love it's this It's been unit. a delightful, yeah, like it really super delightful agreed. Um, debut. Agreed, because they <laughs> they look like they had so much fun that they yeah. really enjoy themselves, which makes them much more enjoyable for us, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, we just want them to be happy. Like, <laughs> these two literally just giggled for the past two weeks. Everywhere yep. they went, everything they did, like, just giggled everywhere. And That's I love so it funny. for them. Yeah. Do you want yeah. to talk about the music video? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another 16 by 9 aspect mm-hmm. ratio. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love how they're doing that more and more these days. It's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the video a lot. Mm-hmm. Do I 100% know what's happening? Probably not. But... The general sense is what the the me that you perceive. What was it? The me that you perceive, and then the me I want to perce- be, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I think is I think Shonu and Hyungwon are playing different sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. So I think they show that pretty well throughout this video. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see it when they go in the water, like, in the pool, when they're in the car. Mm-hmm. So, I really like the forest scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just so beautiful, like, their choreography right. during that scene. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I... I, I have a very unpopular opinion. Do you? Oh. I do. I Wait. do. You haven't shared this with me. No, I have not. I've not shared it with anybody because I'm like, <laughs> mm. listen, I really like the concept of this music video. I am, I'm really having a hard time with the execution of this music video. Um, I really have a problem with the lighting of this whole music video mm, okay. because most of the music video is in the dark and some of my favorite scenes like when they were dancing in water and the forest scene they are so lost and I I can't get over it. <laughs> I can see what you mean like the the water part where they're dancing on the water yeah is really pretty but the lighting being behind them oh my god is very was distracting. so terrible yeah so terrible and it the, takes away from the moves i even in the you know this is where i really have an issue i have such a problem with the lighting and I also have a problem with the costuming because mm. you can't put them in all dark, all black, or all navy on a black background with no lighting. And the problem is, is that I think one thing, and the reason why this really upsets me is I know how gorgeous this choreography is. And, you know, they're two very attractive people. They also are very tall. They have like long limbs. Yeah. And I think they fully took advantage of that in the choreography. But in this music video, 
between the cuts, like the transitions, yeah. the zooming in and out, the crazy lighting, the <laughs> dark clothing on top of a dark background. I don't know how anyone could actually see the choreography. And what really upsets me is, is that the choreography in the music video is different than the choreography that they're promoting on stage. Right. And it really upsets me that I could not get a clear shot of the choreography. And like, I just, I feel like all of those transitions, some of them are really, really pretty the way they cut from like Shonu to Hyunwon. Those right. are really pretty. They're just, it's too much. And my biggest problem, and you know this about me, if I can't see the artist, like I don't <laughs> see the music video. And I really yeah. have a problem. And and it's kind of interesting because no one, it doesn't seem like it bothers anybody else, but it really bothers me that I cannot see them. And I yeah. have my glasses on. I think I'm just used to it from two, three years of K-pop watching now. It used to bother me, I think, in the beginning. And it, it does bother me in certain videos we've watched where I'm like, mm-hmm. why are they doing this? Right. It makes no sense. Right. But when it comes to chopping off their bodies, right. like, by not giving them space in the frame, right? I'm just... I guess I'm immune. Like, I'm so used to seeing this stuff. That's why I don't actually get a good feel for the choreography until I see the stages. Right. And then even then, sometimes I have to go and watch the static cams. Right. Because even with the stages, they're zooming in and out so much that you don't really get the full picture. Honestly, I think I would have been fine with the zooming in and out if I could actually just see them. Yeah. The, the, the decision of them, like, first of all, those water shots are probably so beautiful. Between the yeah. black clothing, the black stage, the water, and then those super distracting, like, beams Lights. of light in the back. <laughs> yeah. And then you have background dancers. It's like, what are you supposed to focus on? Because for me, my eyes should always be focused on on Hyunwon and Shonu, like, but I couldn't because I, there was no contrast. They were, like, they were just completely lost. Same thing in the fourth shots. Like, if you knew you were going to be shooting in the dark with no lighting, why are you putting them in dark colored clothing? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And there were so many, like, now I watch the stages, the choreography is so cool. And there are so many, like, these little nuance moved. You cannot, you did not see any of that in in the music video. And it's it's a shame. Yeah. I think the water scene probably annoys me the most because the backlight of all those (sighs) flashing different colors. Right. Like, I think that could have been done differently with better effect, because... Why do it at all? Why wouldn't you just put floodlights above them? I get it. It's it's adding some <laughs> color and texture. It's fine. No, don't, you don't need it. Like, I don't mind that. I like color. <laughs> it's I don't garbage. mind having some blue and some pink and whatever the fuck. But it should not be blinding to the viewer and obscuring their choreography. So I, I agree. It's... It's terrible. I could have done that better. The forest scene, I don't think, is bad. You know, this scene um, where they're sitting in front of the convertible, mm-hmm. again, 
they have the headlights blasting you in the mm -hmm. face and there's still those like little blocks of colors in the background i'm just not exactly sure does this serve they... a purpose yeah like i can't even see show new very well right it's just i don't get it this whole music video the flighting director should like get fired and not get paid because it's such a miss for me <laughs> i like this i like the i still like the woods i still think that's done well i think there's enough lighting going on with the like the spotlights and stuff i do understand like they probably could have done lighter outfits like, I really like these outfits, mm -hmm. but it would have been better if they had, like, white on or some brighter color. But, you know, know, for me, everything has to make sense, right? Like, it can't just all make sense individually. It's like, oh, the backdrop is pretty. Well, the choreography is pretty. The, the outfits are pretty. But when you put those things together, it doesn't make sense. No, it does not. I don't think... Any music video of K-pop makes sense, in my opinion. Um, I, I I disagree because I feel like lately I've seen a couple music videos where like I was like, not like it doesn't it doesn't need to like have a complete story, but does it look cohesive? Does it does certain things stand out? Like to me, in some of these shots, like nothing stands out. And that's why I was just like, this is, these are just such interesting, these are all just like production choices. And, you know, it's really on the director. Like, I don't know how you could look at this and be like, oh, this is amazing. Like, some of the shots are really beautiful. But like the most important ones to me, I was just like, this is so distracting. Like, the things that I might that's grabbing my attention are not them are like you know things that's completely frivolous and i just doesn't make sense to me it's the lighting is distracting in really bad ways and i just think it could have been so much better either that or in post-production they could have they could have messed around with the contrast like, there's no definition. Like, it took me a while to realize, like, Hyunwan's jacket is actually all glittery. Because there was no definition. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have your brightness down on your computer? No. I saw this on my TV. <laughs> it's too... Like, honestly, like, I stopped at 142. Like, literally, the only thing I actually see is Shonu's arms because they're bare. Like, I, I just think these are just not great decisions. It has nothing to do with them because they look beautiful. The choreography is beautiful. But I'm distracted by things that, like, you know, that should have been better executed. I love the, mu the music video is great. I just think the execution of it was a miss for me. Yeah, I get you. Look at it. You don't even see Hyunwan. You only see his hand because it's like there's no contrast with anything. Like I between see him completely fine. 142. Yeah. Okay. Where, where Shoni walks behind the tree and then it turns into Hyunwan. Oh, I was like, right before that. They oh, were okay. like dancing. Yeah. Like. One. 
can't even tell where the hell I'm at. <laughs> one thirty yeah. one. No, it's one thirty nine. Then it goes, yeah, like right at one forty two. Like they were dancing where their hands are above their heads. Okay. Well, I yeah, I don't see Hyungwon either, but pretty sure he's behind. I know, but like no, he's it, next to him. I, this yeah, is I what I'm saying. It. Like they're just like they they look like shadowy figures that I just I don't understand these choices. That's all. I don't know. It's just I think sometimes. The choreography puts one member up front, and the camera, if they're obscured to the side more, it especially makes young one look further back. So it, I, uh, but there's no. I think my problem is there's no depth. There's no depth and no contrast. And there, it's it's a weird. These are just weird decisions because. I shouldn't have to try to figure out who the shadowy figures are. It's just, it's such an odd decision to put them in dark color. Like, multiple yeah. scenes in this video, they're in dark colored clothing on dark backgrounds with it really terrible be, lighting. I would say it has to be on purpose. Because when you start the video, they're both wearing white. And everything's really bright in the bedroom. It's a very stark contrast from the rest of the video. Which, you and know I what? think they're doing that on purpose. Okay, at the very beginning of the video is when he's in the pool, when Hyunwon's in the pool. Like, there's actually contrast there, right? Yeah, like, that yeah, lighting yeah. in the back is subtle, but he's, like, front and center. You can actually see him. Yeah. You know, like, that lighting is, like, really pretty. Like, you know, same thing in the bedroom, like, stuff. They, there's like a weird soft filter on all of this because I guess it's supposed to make it kind of look like dreamy. And even this, it's not like super, super bright, but there's enough contrast. But like in the darker shots, like I just, I, I'm just confused by these choices. Like where they're laying on the ground, it's so hard to see like who is there. Yeah. Well, that's because... Is it the one in front of the car? Yeah. When they're laying on the ground? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's my point. It's like, I don't know why you thought backlighting this, which backlighting right. is problematic to begin with in photography or anything like that. So the fact that you're choosing to do that is kind of confusing to me. Right. I don't know why they did that, especially with the water scene again, like, and yeah. the stupid lights behind them. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wish that, they would that have. That was a dumb choice. You know what would have made the water scene a thousand times better? Instead of having those distracting color backlights, they should have just dropped a couple white spotlights above them. It, because they needed to be highlighted. Nothing yeah. is highlighting them. Like, and like they're like that that piece of the choreography where like Shona's hand kind of like goes, you know, like they kind of like touch arms. Like it's so pretty, but there's you can't actually can't see any of that in this video. Yeah. I guess I just see it this way. The music video is not meant to highlight the choreography. Do you think the music video is highlighting the the two people? In general, probably not. <laughs> exactly. But for That's me, all I'm trying to say. I don't think it bothers me as much as it bothers you. Oh, it really um, bothers me. Because <laughs> I, can, I can still see them enough. Again, like, 
when I first but, came into but K-pop, is that but is that good enough? Like is seeing yeah. them enough? Like good enough? Okay. For me, it is. All right. But if I was someone new to the fandom who, you know, <clears throat> doesn't know them very well, then it would matter for sure. Like. As a new person, you should be able to watch this and be like, okay, I think that's Shonu. Oh, I think that might be Hyung One. But if you're grasping to even see them in general from the background, then that's not good. This is where I think I have, I take issue with this. I get it. It's the music video for the song. These two are really also really known as good dancers. Yeah. True. And this music video is very dance heavy, but you don't actually see the dancing. You don't actually, you can't actually see the intricacies of the choreography. So for them to put in that much dancing and not actually highlight it is a very odd decision for, like to me. Yeah. That's that's why I have issues with this music video. Listen, if they were not doing like think about it, the dance breaks right in the water and in the woods are so hard to see. This is why I have issues with the execution of this music video. You're not wrong. I mm. just I think if they would have like changed either the lighting, or even if they changed the clothing. One of those things had to be highlighted. Nothing, nothing was being highlighted. It's just, it's too bad. I'm going to say that from the beginning, from the trailer we got, like the teaser trailer or whatever, Mm -hmm. in the beginning, we had this very black and white thing, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about it last time. Yeah. And then obviously there's, there's contrast between the, scenes where they're wearing white in the beginning of the video and then the Mm -hmm. rest of the video where it's all black and blue and dark outfits Mm -hmm. so if they were making those choices based on pre you know um god i can't talk based off of decisions they've already made as a concept Mm -hmm. then like you said they should have chose better lighting better techniques better post-op you know some sort of something to make mm-hmm. them pop more. Yeah. Because those, I do believe that those, both those scenes, like the forest scene and the water scene, where they're doing the choreo, mm-hmm. those are both very beautiful. So beautiful. But they could have been done in a more impacted, impactful way. A hundred percent. Yeah. That is my, and it would have th- made that's everything my beef. pop. <laughs> that, that is my beef with this music video. <laughs> I still like the video... I but like I the video, it. but here's the, you know here's the thing. This is the difference between liking the video and loving the video. And what kind of upset me is that again these are decisions made by the producing staff that's out of their control. Because by the time this is done, like you can't reshoot it. Right. That's why like, that's why I'm also surprised that they did not actually do some manipulation magic but also do you think the 16 by 9 is doing them justice in general i (sighs) because obviously you're making the uh the plane of view shorter right which honestly 
that does not like to me it's not that big of a deal because especially in those choreographed shots like the dance shots because they brought in like um background dancers they went wide which is fine and also see this is why uh, <laughs> this is why i have a problem with the contrast a lot of so what makes them work really really well and the reason why i, th I think they complement each other really really well i think kiki said this was like the dance really suit two really tall people part of like what really makes this choreography beautiful is because both of them have really long arms and long legs and they really like highlighted that in the music video so in those shots where they're kind of like stretching like each other out like you know going opposite directions those shots are really beautiful so i think in this aspect ratio it does work in there in that in that vein because it kind of like goes stretches horizontal but again you can't actually see the contrast which defeats the purpose well i'm wondering if they did the what's the normal three by four yeah fuck i don't even know um I'm just wondering if they had changed to a different ratio, if they could have captured the tallness of the choreography better, or if the widescreen angle, if they could have just backed up more. Like, I don't know. <laughs> because I mean, I do I, like, feel like they, they're always too tight on the choreography. I think that's, I mean, like, I'm It's a K-pop thing. It's a K-pop thing, but I'm at like 223. Like that shot of the two of them with four background dancers makes sense because everyone is in the shot. Um, and I wonder if they did that because they had multiple background dancers. So if they would have went, you know, like three, four ratio, mm -hmm. they would, you know, they would have to zoom in. Like it wouldn't be as expanse. So like the aspect ratio, I think works for the most part. Um, but, you know, if I could change anything, like the aspect ratio would, would not be the thing I change. It would be like, uh, we got to fix the lighting or wardrobe. Like, you know, like in this music video, it's really hard to tell that they even have leather pants on because there's no contrast. So there's no, like, nothing really had, like, there's a lot of texture in their clothing. And I just don't think it was like, kind of like highlighted or noticeable. I mean, I think, I don't know, Shona's shirt seems to be brighter than Hyungwon's jacket. In the water? No, like in the, uh... In the... Trees. Oh, yeah, course. because because I think his is, like, blue. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hyungwon's <clears throat> is blue, too, but it is, like, Oh, you know why... Blue. No, you know why Shonu is more prominent it's because his arms are out like you see more skin that's what's giving mm -hmm. that's what's like highlighting him it's actually like his skin you notice him more you notice more of his arm movements yeah but yeah. he's also got like shimmers like, correct on his shirt too correct like, catch the light exactly yeah yeah i don't know so i know it's fine i will get over it i feel bad it's gotta be really uncomfy, but I love it when they wear leather. Yeah, especially in water. That oh, yeah. probably was not comfy. <laughs> no. But they look good. That's all that matters. They did that in alligator too, though. Yeah. 
Well, this is the thing. Like, Hyewon had this beautiful, like, crop shirt. Yeah, like, but I know. again, like all these things, you don't really like see it. <laughs> it's fine. I will stop bitching about this music video now. See, I told you I have a unpopular opinion. Nobody else seems to notice that you know they can't be seen, but uh, maybe that's why it's called the unseen. Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh, they really do not want them to be seen in the music video. I get it now. My bad. I do, besides the coloration, like we've talked, I love their outfits. Like, for Oh, the staging, outfits are beautiful. Yeah. I am, the only one that I was like, really? <laughs> was, and now I think I understand part of it, but the khaki, like, cream shirts, mm-hmm. that stage was weird yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was like, where is this styling going I know, from? it came out of nowhere. Like, honestly, they should have worn those outfits in the music video. Like, <laughs> I mean, they might have. In the woods, it would have looked better. <laughs> I would have. Is that what they wore on the, the in the butt scenes? No, I'm trying to look. I don't think no. so. No. Because, like, Shonu had some weird pleating going on on yeah, the top. And, I know. Um, Young ones looked more like. A pirate Billy. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing, like, a knitted sweater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that part, I was like, huh? And then Shonu having gray pants on, too. I was like, who? Who's right. making this decision? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did something happen to the other wardrobe they were going to wear? And they were like, you know what? Just throw right. this on. <laughs> right. That was so interesting. Yeah. Like he's, they still looked good. Yeah. It was just They're two styling. very attractive people. It is <laughs> very hard to make them look bad. Yes. But, yeah, like, I love the little crop jackets. Yeah. You know, they, this is the thing. They did put <laughs> them in outfits that really accentuated their physique. Yeah. Um, I love the, you know, the makeup is really pretty. But again, and I just wish I was able to see the outfits better. That's all. I know. So. Um, even the Overall. car shots. The car? Yeah, like, I thought those shots were, like, really beautiful. Um, But, again, those are more, like, lingering still shots. So it was yeah. more, like, focus on their face. It's not as distracting. So... Yeah, I'm super happy, and I'm glad that they're, like, promoting in some of these outfits so I can actually, you know... Yes, see them. See them, correct. Do you have a favorite? Stage outfit? Yeah. (laughs) What they wore to the (laughs) soccer match? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just Shonu (laughs) in that, like, I don't even know what that was, like, a vest, like, a super fitted vest arm like arms out he looked amazing i don't know if this young one was wearing the same thing as because that was the uh m countdown yeah Yeah. was that from m countdown yeah yeah but i don't remember shoni must have changed the top no i think he no because i think it was just it's what's underneath the little jacket i think he just took off his jacket yeah that's what i think happened because at one point, I think I saw him taking off the jacket and tossing it. So I'm assuming that's just like a V-neck no. underneath. No? This one, that look, this looks sheer. 
whatever. Oh. I'm like watching the M Countdown um, interview. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't look leather. Because the one he wore to the... What was that? Pepsi? No. No, that was just a ball game? Yeah. I don't think... Oh, no, this has... This, what he's wearing has, um, what is the word for, like, the double? Like um, a double-breasted? Yeah. I think, like, the double buttons. Oh, no. That's what he's wearing. It's what he wore to M Countdown. It's just that, like, he took off the jacket. No. Wait, what? (sighs) (laughs) What is happening here? I didn't see... I thought he was wearing the cutoff sleeves, you know, the vest. I thought that was like leather. No, I don't think so. It does not look leather. Mm. That's what he's wearing. I'm watching. I'm watching the fan cam from Love Me a Little and Wildfire, which Aww. also they oh, did right. Wildfire, oh, yeah. which is Wildfire. so good. Yeah. How do I so forget good. that? Oh. Yeah. No, that that's just amazing. the vest he had on. On he just took off the jacket. This is You're what I'm right. saying. Like, yeah. You're right. Gorgeous. I Gorgeous. just, why did I think it was leather? I don't know. Because he was wearing leather pants. Yeah, he was wearing mm-hmm. leather pants. Oh. It almost looks like a suiting material. I mean, it's yeah. beautiful. It looks really pretty. Yeah. I, it was it's very, like breaking, very pretty. <laughs> breaking my internet. <laughs> oh, is it? Ugh. Listen, yeah, I that man's that. got spectacular arms. Yes, he does. Yeah. I no, they do look beautiful. really like that crop top on young one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a full on crop top. Just no, because the back the front. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like the little tie front. Oh yeah. But like, I'm watching him... the moment where Shona got overheated and just like ripped, took off his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I lost my train of thought now. Looking at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They look oh, beautiful. I like young one and things that kind of are longer in the back. Yeah. You know, like every time he wears like those little capes and whatever mm-hmm. you call it, dusters and Yeah. So I like well, Because that he's he... so tall yeah. and like yeah, it's just beautiful. I like these. I do like the blue outfits. From the forest. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they have the cute, like, dainty ribbons around their necks mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And it's cool because when they're doing choreography, it, like, flows. Flows, yeah. I do notice that Hyungwon accidentally grabs he grabs Shonu's arm mm-hmm. with the ribbon a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. I mean, the choreography for this is really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, I don't think they released a dance video yet or a performance video. No. Right. I'm not sure if we're going to make it. What do you mean? You know how there's normally like a benchmark we have to hit to get those things? Oh, what do we have to hit? I don't know. But we're at 7.7. It's pretty. I thought it was five. I thought we just had to hit five or something. Oh, really? I don't know. I have no idea. We know nothing. <laughs> I just go, oh shit, we made it. Woohoo. Right. No, they look beautiful. They look very happy promoting. Um, yeah, they've been doing, you know, they've 
they're done. So they did one week. They did what, like four music shows. Um, you know, they they started their own little travel show on <laughs> SBS, right? Like a little um, weekly travel show where they're hosting like other their idol friends. And what else? They had um, Bam Bam. Mm-hmm. Who was the other? It was a girl. Was this Sandara? Dara? Right? I don't remember. I thought it was Dara. The second second group was Itzy. Yeah, two girls from Itzy. Ryujin and Yena? Uh, yes. <laughs> that sounds about right. I don't know. They're just they just look like they're having fun. They've done yeah. a little they've done some TikTok stuff, you know. They now have. the now the Mozart account's just gonna die off. So. <laughs> <laughs> they brought it back for two minutes while they yes. did all their challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Just like they look like they're having a lot of fun and I'm so I'm really happy. Oh, their show's on KBS. KBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Sundara Park and Bam Bam. So. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they just, you know, they're just having a good time, and we'd love to see it. Yep. I agree. Very happy and pleased with everything. Yeah, and, you know, they've done a bunch of fan signs and fan calls and, you know. So funny. Did you see the radio show that he went on with the yeah. host that's like a giant Shonu fan? <laughs> so cute. Please, please leave me a cacao message so right. I can get my wake up, wake up right. She's well, so funny. Yeah, she's so funny. Like the whole interaction <laughs> and Hyoma's just like sitting in the back giggling. <laughs> Apparently they're the same age too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because there was a clip where, like, I think somebody else was on, bef- like, a couple shows ago or whatever, and she actually said, she's like, oh, Shonu's my bias, my K-pop <laughs> bias, so. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. I know. I mean, she was very happy. <laughs> I mean, he just obliges. That man just, like, you ask him to do something, he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But that it was very true. cute. Yeah. Like, that's now his signature. Honey, I'm here. Everybody <laughs> wants to hear that. But it is very funny when he said her name. And she, like, the first time when she screamed was loud. But she also yep. apologized. She's like, mom, babies, don't get mad at me. <laughs> it was very cute. Your, so, your albums are coming eventually. You don't have them uh, yet, right? I don't have them yet. Yeah. Well, they whenever will you come eventually. Yeah, whenever you get them. We'll do an Share. unboxing, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. There's just been so many things. I, you know, they keep on yeah. dropping stuff. Like, so seriously. that's yeah. That's <laughs> why I started using a service because I'm like, I'm not paying for shipping every single time I order something. This is ludicrous. 
So it's ultimately cheaper to pay for the service where, you know, they'll bundle like three or four orders and send it to me. So, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't even know what I've ordered because they dropped Hyawan and Shonu stuff. I think I order FanCon merch. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Juham, like his stuffed animals and... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> kiki stuff that's coming up. It's just too much. Yeah. So. I agree. So, yeah. sh- should we move on? Let's move on. <laughs> um, so, recently there has been an investigation um, opened into photo cards or album manipulation, I guess. Using uh, photo cards? I guess. I don't know how they're coining it, but... Right. Well, It's kind it's, of funny. It is funny, but it's also, you know, something I do feel like has gotten out of control. Yes. I say funny in that it's taking them this long to realize, oh... It's getting Maybe out of Maybe this isn't right. Yeah. Like, right. Um, it's something that we, especially as international people, um, have been dealing with for a long time, especially when it comes to like purchasing albums and, mm-hmm. okay, well, where do I want to get my albums from? Because there's pre-order benefits for X, Y, and Z places. And, right. you know, it starts to get really crazy. Right. So... So basically, it's the the Korean Fair Trade Commission, right? They started an investigation, um, and I think they're investigating right now all the major entertainment companies because evidently they've been getting, um, like, a lot of complaints, like consumer complaints about just, like, using photo cards basically as a marketing strategy to sell more albums, which is completely valid, Because we don't need, you know, people buy lots of albums for a couple different reasons. Most of them are not just for like, oh, I just want to buy the albums. It's usually like you're trying to gain like a fan call or one of those opportunities for fan sign. But, you know, I think a lot of people buy multiple albums for photo cards. I mean, it is... You know, we always tease like when we see these templates of photo cards. So photo cards don't just reside within the albums themselves. Like every single outlet, every single channel has their own incentives to buy from them. And then they have exclusives. So now you're looking at, you know, and and it's funny because, you know, I only collect the Mazdas. And I remember thinking the Mazdas had an insane amount of photo cards until (laughs) I... Until we started looking into what other people had, it's like, oh my God, the monsters, thank God, don't have, you know, that many photo cards. Even though we we already think that it was a lot, but like small in comparison to what some of the other groups are doing. Right. And again, well, this is sort start- of like a unfair advantage, right? Because then, because people kind of look at album sales as like an indicator of success. Right. But I think that's why they're investigating because they're using photo cards as a way to push album sales. 
it makes sense though for them to want to do that i mean for the fact is like when fantasia first came out for months x i ordered my full set through choice or whoever choice mm-hmm. actually is like one of those third parties that don't have uh exclusive benefits right um and then but i think like, every korean almost every korean outlet has it well, Sub K has one. They're oh, okay. American. Oh, okay. Or at least they're based here, I think. So, yeah. But anyway, you're right. They came out with a U.S. version of Fantasia. And I was like, well, what the fuck's the difference? So the difference is, I don't think you get an exclusive um, photo card, but you got an exclusive member-only postcard with like uh the korean on the back Mm-hmm. that was it so i just ordered one right but now i ended up with five albums you right. know so yeah there's tactics for sure and they do work <laughs> of course so but i think a major problem is people will go and buy however many albums to get whatever photo cards they want Mm -hmm. then they just literally throw the albums away in the garbage i mean this is no different than people who buy hundreds of albums to try to get into a fan call correct but i think part of something that is not being addressed is is that do people actually have money (laughs) to buy (laughs) all of these albums i mean to some degree sure but we don't really know like how much are going on credit cards and how much right. are you know what i mean well like, that's what i'm saying yeah i mean we're part of this you know sickness right because both of us <laughs> collect photo cards yes but yes. i can't even imagine so you know for example like and this is not to shade any group or anybody in particular but we, you know, Kendra and I were on Twitter and it was the most recent Dream, right? It was the NCT Dream mm. album. Oh, was it was Dream, was it? It was NCT Dream <gasps> for ISTJ. It has 672 photo cards. I didn't know that was for Dream. Holy yeah. shit. Well, because Dream only has however many members, right? Like six? Six members. So it's not even like the whole, it's not even like all so of NCT. When you sent that to me, I was under the impression it was for, oh my like God. A, like all of NCT? Yeah, no, like 127. This is a dream al- no, this is, no, this is a Dream album. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Now this is even more absurd. I, but, you know, <laughs> okay, so what? I, I, I have a question though. Yeah. That's is insane. it? I, I don't <laughs> even know how to ask this question because every K pop company, their only purpose is to make money. If we as consumers never like never push back, if we as if if we as consumers keep on consuming why would any company stop exploiting 
the behavior of K-pop stands. Right. They wouldn't. Just like how when you and I were first getting into this stuff, there was only four albums, right? Yeah. And then maybe a kit, air kit thing. Yep. I would make the air kit an exception just because it's different technology. Right. But at the end of the day, even I found that to be redundant because it's the same images that are in the book. Correct. Regardless. So now we have four albums, a kit, and now we have jewel cases. Cases, correct. Per member. Correct. And then on top of that, are there others? There might be some exclusive, like, um, remember No Limit, that exclusive Mm -hmm. one? Yep. Yeah. We had a cassette tape. Oh, the cassette tape. Yeah. God. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. But so, this is but everybody but in the industry one, is doing this. Right. Well, yeah. So are but you not going to do it? Are you going to be the only company that's like I am going to draw the line. I am not going to exploit, you know, this particular fandom. <laughs> no, no one's going to do that. I feel like I guess what I'm trying to say is that it it's just in the small time that we've been into K-pop, mm-hmm. we have seen the uh, tumbling effects of all this. Of course. Of getting more and more. And each each thing, it's not like the photo cards that come in the jewel case are the same that come in the albums. They're right. different. Correct. So they are making an incentive to buy those as well. Of course. It's it's ridiculous. You're not buying it because like the elf, like the music is the same regardless. Right. So you I mean, have to give them a you have to give people a reason to open up their wallets and go absolutely right. bash it for this stuff. My fiance used to give me a really hard time about buying the four versions because he'd be mm-hmm. like, it's the same album. Like, what are you right. doing? Are you a crazy person? Yeah. And I would sit there and be like, look. Each one has a different <laughs> photo uh, book. Photo book inside, yeah, with right. a whole different concept. So each one is different. Right. Yes, at the end of the day, it has the same CD in the back. <laughs> like, right. I get it, okay? Right. But I don't know. I think it'll have to come down to policy in some, yeah, but in some way. What? I don't, I don't know. even know how What's they a fair could. trade? Right. What like, are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do? They're going to limit how many PCs? Because let me tell you what's going to happen. If they say, okay, every album has to cap out at 400 PCs, right? Every album caps out at 400 PCs. You know what the entertainment companies are going to do? They're going to just come up with more different variations of albums. Or they'll start doing other things. They're not going to lose out on their variations money. variations are there, though? They will come up get, with it. You already get vinyl piece or vinyl records sometimes. Right. You know, they started like, doing those like polka like albums. You know, there's so many things they could do. Instead of having four concepts, they could have eight. Because they're what they're going to do is say, oh, you, we're going to limit the number of photo cards. But you know what? They'll come up with some other thing, some collector thing that everyone needs to collect. And they'll just keep on spending money. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do anything about it. This I don't is, know how uh, they're going to do about it either. consumerism at its finest. You know you what? Know. The whole K- K-pop, the whole K-pop industry probably has some of the best marketing right. exploitation <laughs> I've ever seen. 
I've been in yes. marketing per- professionally for over 20 years. Like, I think that's why I got so interested in K-pop is I'm actually in awe of how they really have, I, like, they really have figured out how to get into everyone's wallet in every single way possible. Yep. They're, they're never I mean, going to stop. It's only going to get worse. Even if they were to limit, like, okay, you can only buy eight albums. Because I think there's even a limit on IMs. But you well, could just turn around and go was, somewhere else. Well, that, the, that was only on the U.S. stuff because that's a billboard regulation. Uh, that is yeah, not okay. any other regulation. That's a billboard regulation. Well, why does billboard get to have a say? Well, because that's because they're trying to, I think that Make is their fair. way correct. Because album sales are a huge um, indicator of quote unquote success. But this is, but you know, this is why you know groups are selling five, six million albums per release. But how many people are actually buying it? You know right. what? How many transactions is that? What are people doing with it? I mean, this is an incredibly... I also think K-pop is an incredibly wasteful industry. And this is what... Right. (laughs) And, you know, me and you have talked about this all the time. How many times have we seen those videos or, like, been at Target to see albums being open? What are they taking? They're not taking the albums. They're only taking the photo cards. So I think that says a lot about what, like, the piece that people want. People are not buying it for the CDs. People are not buying it for the photo books. They want the PCs inside. And the thing is, is that they can't just sell the PCs by themselves because that doesn't count as an album sale. Right. That This is why, and I think this is why they're investigating because... It is an unfair advantage because to produce all of this stuff does cost money. So if you come from a big company that has money that could, you know, produce many more photo cards, which again, kind of increases the sale. So it's, you know, it's sort of all kind of related, but I, you know, I think they should investigate it and it, it is problematic, but at the end of the day, the consume ultimately the consumers, we as consumers have so much say in all of this, but we are, we also really drive a lot of the toxic business practices in K-pop. Right. Yeah. We have an insatiable appetite to consume. They, as yes. profit-making companies, are not going to pass up an opportunity to make money. It'll be interesting to see what comes of this, if anything. I, I can't imagine what's going to come out of this, honestly. It just seems like there's no good solution. No workable Again, solution. No, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, oh... What are they going to do? We're going to limit how many photo cards. Then they'll just pivot into doing something else. They're not going to stop. It's too much money at stake. Yeah. So. It's wild. 
It is wild. But like, look at, you know, here's the thing. When you like a Macari and stuff like that, yeah, you know, or eBay, people are not selling. If you look at just K-pop merchandise, probably the most volume, the most amount of pieces are people selling PCs because that's what people want. Right. Some PCs are selling, single pieces are selling more than what full albums are selling. Dude, there's, so there's um, a person I talked to, her name's Penny, on tick, er, sorry, Twitter. She was showing me the prices for Lino for his PCs, and mm-hmm. it was like a sub-K. It was yeah. a pre-order benefit, mm-hmm. and they were asking 80 bucks. Yeah. We're selling for like 60 bucks and it's nuts. They're not even, that's like broadcast pri- prices. Like, yeah. But people I are willing just, to pay for it. Yeah. And it's nuts. To I, me, I don't know. I've paid more money for PCs than I've paid for albums. Yeah. Same. Probably. <laughs> Sadly. So we are the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I pay secondary markets. Right? I know, right? So, but it doesn't I don't matter. Know if it's just because they happen to have the rare PCs, or they're the ones who are buying a bajillion so that they could offer them at cheaper I, prices. Yeah, I mean that's, I think that's what people are doing. So, because I think some people just happen to be like, all right, I need to sell some of my stuff. And let right. Some of it go. No, I think there's people, I think a lot of people who either do a group orders or I think a lot of people are doing um, fan calls. They buy all of those and then because they're buying it for themselves, um, they're just selling PCs to sort of make up for some of the money they spend. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. You can tell the people who are buying in bulk because they will sell PCs for like $5. Yeah. And you're like, ah, well, you're, you're one of them. <laughs> yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with. It's just, I don't know. It's a crazy market. Like, I would have never, in the beginning, I was like, I'm not into photo cards. Like, I'm never going to buy that. That's ridiculous. Like, I'll mm-hmm. just take the ones that come with the albums. Right. Have a nice day. Right. And then you start going on stupid Twitter or other places where all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's that photo card. Right. <laughs> and it's such a slippery slope. And then. Oh, I know. You know, the because craziest... we we are the problem. Like, it's not the companies pushing the PCs is no. the fandom. Yeah. I think it's, it's your the, fellow um, I think it's, K-pop uh, stands. I think it's the snake eating its tail. Yeah. Because we're feeding it. Yes. But then the companies are recognizing what we want, and they're pushing that. Of course. Like, making it worse. Because I they mean, want the money. <laughs> they right. just, they want, they want the money, and they don't care how they get it. They just want it. I will say, if I am going to buy a set of albums, I will usually shop around to see what the different places are offering, whether it's K-Town or G Market or whatever mm-hmm. um, to see, and then I will buy based off that, and then I'll be like, okay, if I really need that sub K card, I'll just go on Macari. Right. I never go and buy the album. But people do. I know, but I don't understand why when there's already 
a supply there for you. $10 is much different than 25 or some albums here in the U.S. are like $37. Right. So I guess I'm one of the people who I bought We Are Here because if you could find We Are Here at like Barnes & Nobles, it was the American version, American release, and you got an extra, I think you end up getting like five photocards. Mm-hmm. That's tremendous. So I used to go to like Barnes and Nobles and then just for the photo cards, even though I already had the fucking books. Right. Granted, at that time, I do believe I was trying to complete the collection, but mm-hmm. I definitely did buy like version two when I already had it just for the five that would come. Right. But ever since then, I've never done that again because I'm like, well, now I have dupes. Now I got to figure out what to do with them. Mm-hmm. If I don't have friends to give them to, then... You know what I mean? So it's like, right. you, rather than going to buy that extra album, just go fucking on Macari or eBay. Well, some people, right, but some people might not want to do that for whatever reason. Or right. some maybe some people are just like, I'm going to buy it for the, you know, the pre-order benefits and I'll sell, I'll sell the albums. Who knows? I got nothing. I did do that for um, Fatal Love. I had two. Mm-hmm. And but I entered. I bought those to enter into the sub K video fan call. call, right? And then I basically just sold them after. Right. Did you take the photo cards out? I might have taken the ones I wanted and replaced right. it with other ones. Right. <laughs> but I was up front, you know, on the card. <laughs> right. Like this is yeah. what it comes with. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I didn't want to be cheapo about it because that's not nice either. Yeah, but it's Macari. Like, people know what they're getting themselves into. Right. I mean, what doubt. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. Photo cards really do drive album sales. <laughs> yes, they do. So, you know, it is definitely Think a of problem. All the no Limit merch we bought for photo cards. For the photo cards. Right. It was ridiculous. Those stupid little, like, pouches. The question mark pouches. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get. I use my pouch all the time. No, like, the, um, the cellophane ones. Or, like, you know, you rip them open and then there's no limit cards inside. I think there's five. Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. I I really liked all of mine. Well, I did too, but right. still, it was like... Yeah, but that was... Act- yeah, but like, at least that's cheap and you didn't have to buy albums. I think the problem yeah. is, is that they're using those as the incentive to buy albums, which is driving up the album sales, which counts yeah. towards charting, music shows. I mean, if you really think about what the implications is, right? Right. Yeah. When you go to a music show... Physical sales is one of, you know, the criterias for, like, the point system. So right. that's where it's kind of like that could, you know, skew your criterias your, or your points based on what they're looking at as an unfair advantage. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I think something like this will be very, very hard for anyone to police. But Maybe at least this will make the entertainment companies more aware and maybe they, but you know, here's the thing. Years ago, they probably started with like 
one photo card per album, you know, per member. I mean, now we're into the 600s. Like, where yeah. where is it going to stop? Like, are we going to have a albums thousand. that have like a thousand? Like, <laughs> that will just get out of control, you know? And the thing is, is that as consumers, are we going to stop buying them? No. You know, this just leads to other issues. And I, I don't know. It's I'm glad that somebody is looking into it. It's I was kind of surprised when it came yeah. about. I was like, oh, but they did say that they got a lot of complaints. And I don't know who's complaining, like if it's parents or uh, straight up consumers or, you know, but enough for them to take it sort of seriously and investigate it. We will find out. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I don't know. Like, they started an investigation. Who knows where it's going to go? Sometimes, you know, right. the stuff just kind of, like, Peters disappears. Off. We never hear into about Into the it vapor. Again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, yeah. That's what's going on. <laughs> so, kind of related in terms of, like, not really, but I'm just trying to segue. <laughs> We were talking before the podcast about monster. Sorry, I am's overdrive jewel case version. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how it was marketed as a U.S. only promoted thing. Um, there were tons of mom babies who had ordered it, and then it ran out of stock, and then basically they shafted them. Mm-hmm. By canceling their, their order. orders, yeah, yeah, and now it's popping up on the um, Korean markets for sale mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by you know legit places. Yeah, um, so mm-hmm. we're a little miffed because that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't know how you can do that to your fans, but uh, not to say this is IM's fault. We're no. not. We're not saying that at all. I'm right. just saying as the company and distribution and whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We're a little confused about this whole situation. Well, I think this just shows <laughs> that companies just want to make money. They don't. Right. They don't care. You know, at, at the end of the day... <laughs> Do they care about the fans? They only care about the fans because they need money from the fans. They need emotional investment and monetary investment for the fans. What's weird to me, though, is they had money in hand from these Mm -hmm. people who pre-ordered. Correct. And then rather than, you know... um, re-bulk up their supply. I don't know where mm-hmm. it's coming from, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's from here. So make more, mm-hmm. fulfill those orders, and then send it to Korea. Like, I don't understand why they just completely seemed to, like, cut it off from here and then know. resume over there. I There's so many questions <laughs> I have. And I think this, I think the reason why it's upsetting to us is that Billboard charting was something they were really, really pushing 
But then they kind of, for me, didn't really set it up for success. Right. And that's where I have, that's where I take issue. As we've discussed previously on other episodes, um, they did not allow for sales on any of the U.S., you know, markets like um, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target. There was no distribution. There's there nothing. There was no distribution other than the, his, the uh, website. Other than his website. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. not only are you missing that opportunity for him and for Billboard, it's just kind of fucked up. Yeah, I know. It's, um, yeah, interesting decisions. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel bad. <sighs> like those mom baby are now going to have to import it. I, I don't know what to say. It's just ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> uh. I the whole strategy from Sony. I think I said this before. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm just. I I it's just uh, I think I'm disappointed. Yeah. And underwhelmed. By them as a company. Yet another unpopular opinion. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. I mean, hopefully this is like, serves as a trial run. I know I've said this before. That's all I can hope for because it's, it has been disappointing, underwhelming. I guess I had pretty high expectations for Sony. I just don't think they're quite meeting my expectations. My expectations. Bad decisions. My expectations were not even that high. (laughs) And yet they still somehow (laughs) underwhelmed underwhelmed me. Yeah. (laughs) I just, you know, I'm very. I'm just very confused by what their marketing strategy is because it seems not well planned. And I don't know if they're just pivoting based on... I'm, I'm not really sure because this is what I don't understand, right? Like, the jewel case was never gonna, like from the get-go was like it's us only the albums on the jewel case so which is great and then i think people actually bought jewel cases from korea and then you're doing billboard charting but then you don't restock which also insane and then you cancel people's orders but yet you're trying to push for a billboard so you're not setting up for for that to succeed there was no other u.s channel distribution also very frustrating do you Um, think it's because it's past the charting period they were they were sold like they were not restocked within the first two weeks of the album being out billboard is an ongoing chart 
Right, but they said when you were pre-ordering that if you bought, you would be buying for this charting for the period. first week of charting. Right, because yeah. it's because Billboard charts every every seven days, like every week, it's a new chart. So, so the they're pre- not just. So the pre-order two weeks. No, you don't have to. This is why some of yeah. I mean, like some of the other K-pop albums are charting for like seven or eight weeks at a time because every week they have enough sales of it. So I think this is why it's a problem. Which, in all honesty, when the Dreaming came out, the the Masa X U.S. shop also had the same problem where stuff was out of stock, but they all but they also restocked it within a few days. But this is just straight up. I don't think they ever restocked it. And I think what is really kind of adding like salt to the wound is, is that like now all of a sudden, um, when did his album drop? June, right? So like six <laughs> weeks. So, so yeah. six weeks after the album drops, you're going to make... The same jewel case. It looks the same. So it's not even a different version. You're going to make the same jewel case available in Korea. Like, it just... I... I... Like, it makes me wonder. I'm like, are are these... Did you just manufacture these? If you just manufacture these, why would you put them on the US site? Or right. did you already have these manufactured? Then why wouldn't you make it available on the Korean site to begin with? Because you were trying to focus on the U.S. site. You were pushing for the U.S. site so you could charge a billboard. It it's, hurts my head. <laughs> it, I'm like, it's frustrating to me. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... I. It, it's almost like two different, it's almost like two different people doing two different things and they're not talking to each other. I feel like That's there's not like a full cohesive vision. I don't know how big, I mean, on paper, Sony is still Sony. Right. You know, like you would think that they're of, that they will have connections and but, you know, I think, and I shared this with Kendra, my other thing that kind of frustrated me with this promotion, again, when they made a very, they made a very strong point that, like, they wanted to do billboard charting, that that was important. It was a goal. Yet they did not do any, like, any promotions. Like, there were no yeah. interviews. There were no articles. There was nothing like there was no English based like promotions. Yep. So it's a little frustrating to me. Absolutely. Because we as fans want the artist to succeed. Right. You know, and Yeah. And when a company is really for me, honestly, the company have failed at their duties. They're not doing what they should be doing. Us as fans could only do so much. But we as fans also feel guilty that certain artists, like he did not chart, not because we didn't buy enough. There was literally no stock to buy. Yeah. And nowhere to buy it. Because 
Here's the thing, because if you look at all the other companies, right, like you could buy from multiple outlets. So Billboard only tracks four. You can only buy up to four albums. This is why people like they're like, oh, I'll buy four from Target. I'll buy four from Barnes and Noble. I'll buy four from Walmart, because this is what every other group is doing. We see this all the time on TikTok. People are just like walking to Target like I'm just going to grab four albums today. So this is how other groups are charting because they're available because it's available. Right. So that's why it's kind of frustrating coming from a fan perspective that like there's only so much we could do as fans. Yeah, that was a shame. They dropped the ball. I there were many people that wanted to buy and there was literally just they could not buy stuff. Right. So it's frustrating. And that's all I got on that. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I hope they do better because what what they wanted and what they did were very separate things. Right. So... Well, but, you know what? At the end of the day, if I am happy with them, that's all that matters. And that's true. I just, I know how hard it can be for international fans. Right. For the shipping costs and all this Correct. stuff. So I would, yep. I would have been pretty heartbroken if my order got canceled and then now Correct. I have to buy with lots of shipping. <laughs> I mean, so. not to mention, you know, like I ordered my albums like the day they dropped the link to buy the albums, my albums did not arrive for like two weeks after the album was released. Yeah. That was also weird. Which then again, I was like, oh, maybe this is their way of like spacing out like the charting. Cause it does. Like on Thursday, the chart resets. So I was like, okay, maybe like they were doing that because I don't know how that's measured. Like, I don't know if they measure it based on when it's sold or when it's shipped. It seemed like when it was sold. Okay. So I don't According know. to the website. Right. I don't know. At least that was my interpretation. But... Right. So. Yeah. And maybe, you know what? Maybe there was a production delay. Maybe they ran, maybe they, you know, maybe they did run out of albums. And that's why, you know, some of the orders were delayed. I have no idea. But you would think as a company, like, again, like, this is your marquee artist. This is their first album that you would, like, you know, give it a A plus effort. Right. (laughs) So. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. I know. And I don't even know. I think the photo cards might be the same. So there's no incentive of buying it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Even though I was quite pleased with my jewel case PC. Okay. I will leave that at that. <laughs> okay. I was not pleased with the rest of the PCs, but that's okay. Uh. <laughs> that's a different story for another time. Ugh, Moving I on. I think we just need to move on. <laughs> um, so moving on, we got a um, handwritten letter, which all mom oh. babies probably know what that means. 
from Keon announcing yes. his enlistment August 22nd. Mm-hmm. And then to ease our broken hearts, yes. he decides to drop news of a photo book. Correct. With merchandise. Of, of course. course. <laughs> um, what is it called? Moments of November? Moments of November. Right. Which is really interesting. Because the other one is Moments in November. Oh, I thought it was Memories of November. Fuck it. You might be right. in November. Right, something like that. I know I have memories. Moments of mem- Ah! I'm so wrong. Anywho. Anywho. He looks adorable in whatever I can see, like the trailer and Right. He has a fucking trailer for his photo book. Of course. <laughs> He's actually not, having wait, um, Not only does he have a trailer, he's dropping photo concepts <laughs> i'm surprised we didn't get a full-on schedule is he dropping photo concepts yeah he's dropped two photo concepts mm. okay i mean the photos oh yeah look you're right okay really the photos looks really good yes Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, they're killing me. It's just one thing after another. Take well, my money. this is what I'm saying. The K-pop marketing machine is never going to stop. It's crazy. Of course. Because yeah, we will right. never say no. Well, I'm excited. Um, he always has beautiful pictures. So a whole hundred and what, 50 pages you said mm-hmm of his gorgeous face yeah it will help mend our little hearts um yeah because the man's gonna give you 150 reasons to remember him <laughs> exactly yeah because i mean in his letter he did mention he's like what did he say yeah. don't forget about me or something like that something and i was like Are yeah you kidding me Right. We're not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> we It's getting too much. <laughs> and <laughs> it's really kind of weird, right? Because Juhan's only been gone for two weeks, and he feels like he's been gone forever. It does feel like forever. I know. True. I know. And we haven't had a Minhyuk update. Like, what is happening? So yeah, yeah, he has a photo book and then he is doing a little exhibit at like a cafe. Um, and then yeah, then there's merch. There is and, merch. Mm-hmm. And then there's photo cards that comes with the merch. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which is actually really funny because you know, we were talking about the whole photo card investigation. I was literally thinking before, like, you know how they've been dropping like the characters, like, you know, the uh Juhan just dropped his little um dumpling tiger. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, why are there no photo cards with that merch? That really, I know that's really upsetting. I was like, <laughs> there should be photo cards for all of that merch. What a missed opportunity. Starship. <laughs> yeah. Because didn't the Tutug Gum stuff come with photo cards? For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even care if they make cute little photo cards of the characters. I was like, what kind of scam is this? We deserve <laughs> photo cards with all the merch. Because that merch is not cheap. It was not, no. Yeah, it's it's more expensive than, like, the albums. We want photo cards with our merch. I was, like, surprised and also kind of relieved. What? That there's no photo cards with the merch? Yeah. Because sometimes I just don't need more temptation. Even though I did buy this merch I was going to say, but, but you bought it. <laughs> still. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. He's going to so be <laughs> enlisting on the 22nd. Very, <sighs> getting very sad over here. Very real. It's, well, because, you know, there's more to go. There is. But that's okay. We'll cross I mean, that bridge when we get there. Well, I think we're going to get to that bridge sooner <laughs> rather than later, but. Um, so. Yeah. For all of our fantasy out there, we have, um. The exciting news that Young is going to have his first solo debut mm-hmm. in August, which right. we're already in August. So Right. <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah. Right. And I don't know if this will be kind of like what um, DeWan did. Like, yeah. Right. It is a digital single. So I don't know if they'll do the whole like have a schedule and whatever, but it's exciting. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Me too. He looks extra cute these days. Yes. He's. You said he was doing um, something with Dewan. Yeah, they have like a little like um, like a little, like a little... travel log kind of show. Mm. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, they're 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 funny group. They're like a funny unit. <laughs> <laughs> Those two. Uh, we also have um yo taeyang being cast in the three musketeers mm-hmm. so good for him he's just rocking the musicals i know good for him yeah you know those know. boys are always like they're always busy doing they, things they are. yeah like they might not always be busy together correct which is a little sad i know but. i feel like they're due for a comeback <laughs> that's Probably true. Oh, I wonder if they'll wait. Because In Song's coming out soon, right? And and um Young Ben, yeah. Right. Cause they went like couple weeks apart. Maybe that would yeah. make sense. But that would push them into like I don't know how they would do that. Maybe I know. they'll do it next year. Ugh. But then okay. who else is gonna be ready to enlist by that time? I don't know. I, have no I don't idea. know their dates very well. Well, and also, like, now the age system has, has changed. That's also confusing to me. So, 
Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's like, Juha won in already, but Hyunwon is still not in. It's very confusing to me. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. And then we've been following Vanner. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have their first mini album called Veni Vidi Vici. Mm-hmm. Do we have a release date? Uh, August no. 20th. Oh, Wow. <laughs> How? Okay. Like, they, they came out of nowhere. So, I feel like one minute we're, like, rooting for them. And they're just getting signed to a different company. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, bam. Well, Here I we think are. it makes sense because they won peak time, right? It's not the show they were on. So, I think it's good that they're, like, you know, they're Momentum. releasing something. Yeah. yeah. Quickly. Um, yeah. I mean, they have the momentum right now. They they booked a bunch of different events. Um, so I'm excited for them. And also we're extra excited because Hyunwon actually oh, produced yeah. and wrote one of the songs on their mini. It is, um, there's six songs on the mini. It's Performer, which I believe is their title, Want You Back, Reeks of Hyunwon. <laughs> Diamonds, Savior, TBH, and Form. So. I yeah, love I how, like, Hyun, every, like, Hyunwon, like, song title is just him. When they came out, I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm so, like, I'm so proud of him, honestly. Yay, I know. This is, like, the second song he's written for outside of, like, the Master X universe. Yeah. So this is super, super exciting. I'm looking forward to the whole album. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I really liked what he wrote for AB6. Oh, I know. So I'm really curious to hear what Vanners is going to sound like. Right. And I like, and I really like what he wrote for Kiki. Oh, yeah, yeah. That too. And obviously for the XXL unit. So. (laughs) Yes. And I True do story. like that his songs has a good variety of sounds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited for him. The monsters are branching out and spreading their wings. <laughs> I do love how they're all like, you know, they're all like becoming friends with one another. Yeah. Because obviously Banner, they're pretty, um, they're big fans of Monsex. Yeah. And all that. It's just nice. It's nice to see different groups working together. Yeah. No, I'm super, super happy. But I did want to look something up. So when did Vanner debut? 2019. So they debuted 2019. Okay. That's bad timing. Yeah, it was. But... So now they're under Clap Entertainment. That's why I was kind of confused. I'm like, why is it their first mini album? Right. I'm like, but it I makes sense. I don't think they have one yet, right? Maybe Even not. before? I think, um, I don't, I looked at their Spotify. They have a lot of music on there. Right. I don't think they actually have albums. Okay. Wow. Let me see. I could be wrong. 
you know what else is kind of interesting? I did notice, like, if you look at the Kiss or Death music video on YouTube, it is now under Clap Entertainment, which is the old universe. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it looks like they did have an album in 2019, but it has 17 songs on it. Mm-hmm. That's that's an insane amount. Right. So I don't I don't know. Oh goodness. I don't know too much. Yeah, I don't know either. So I'm super excited for them. Um yeah, I mean, it's amazing to get like this, you know, incredible opportunity and a second chance. And I think it is very fitting that their, you know, albums called Veni Vidi Vici. Mhm. So, I'm super happy for them. They have to be so thrilled. Like, honestly, yeah. And then another comeback story kind of thing. (laughs) Um, Interestingly, five members of Luna Mm -hmm. uh, called Lucemble. Yeah. Or is that the name of the tour? I think that's that's the name of the group. Right? Okay. Yeah. Which basically means Luna Assemble. Right. Um, But they're going to have a debut tour in the States. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was like, obviously we're all well acquainted with the Luna drama and how they finally got free of their contracts and all that. So they're starting over. So for me, it was just very interesting to... I was surprised to see that they would start over by having a concert. I know, because I was like, does that mean they, like, got the rights of the, like, the songs? That's a good point. I don't know. Uh, Because obviously it's not like they have enough repertoire outside of Luna to perform stuff. So I don't know. Right. I don't know how that works. So, huh? Yeah, I think it's like what five cities, maybe. I can't uh, remember. Ten cities. Oh, it's ten. Okay. Yeah, across the U.S., including Atlanta, Houston, New York, and more. So there's no dates yet. Um, but tickets go on sale tomorrow. What? Okay. I know. How? How can they go on sale tomorrow if there's no venue? Like- okay, no, they said, uh, to be confirmed, New York, New York, Reading, Pennsylvania, interesting, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia, Chicago, Houston, Fort Worth, Denver, Colorado, L.A., Oakland. So. Huh. That's pretty extensive. That is pretty extensive. So. It'll be interesting to see how that goes um yeah because you know there was like another like there's a subunit called odd eye circle with three other members that like i i'm i'm very confused as to who owns the music and what they're going to perform because the members kind of split up and went you know different directions So, yeah, no, this is very, like, this is very interesting. That's why when they announced it, I was kind of confused. I'm like, they're going on tour? Like, what would they be performing? Right. 
Unless they've been working on stuff. How? I don't know. I don't know. I can't see being able to put it together that fast. I mean, unless they... I don't... I honestly don't know. This is very... I'm confused. So, I guess we'll find out soon. Soon, Because, I mean, if they're selling tickets already, I'm assuming... Because, you know, K-pop is not like, you know, traditional bands. You know, they like to start selling tickets like two weeks before the concert. So, we'll see. I'm excited for them. They definitely deserve a new, you know, new chance, new opportunities, a second shot at, you know, a good career. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll just wait and see. I hope so, too. They've been through so much. I know. I know. I mean, the thing is, is that I feel like, you know, their case was just wrapped up not that long ago. Right. So for them to, like, sign to a new label and regroup and have material, it just, it's very, it's very fast. Yeah. Yeah. We will find out. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's crazy. It's, yeah. Yet again, I don't know how tickets could go on sale tomorrow. Nope. Oh my God. Wait, no. Tickets went on sale already today. This can't be right. It literally says, GA ticket sales opened A4. Today's A4. Right? Yeah. 11, <laughs> 11 EST. So tickets went on sale already. On Ticketmaster? I I don't know. I'm very confused. I don't know. It's interesting also that they're choosing a international location to do this rather than domestic right i'm very intrigued (laughs) i i'm very confused by what they posted it literally says g8 ticket sales open 8 5 12 o'clock kst 8 4 11 est and then they gave GA ticket sales link that doesn't start until July, until like September 15th. So September 15th is the first stop at in New York. According to Ticketmaster. Okay. And you can buy tickets. Okay. Okay. The theater at MSG. Well, good for them. This is exciting. Let's see. $539 for second row. Yeah. We shall see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. Maybe somehow they got the rights to some of their songs. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we will find out soon. That's only in like five weeks. Yeah. So 
Good for them. Very exciting. Yep. Um, have you heard about this controversy? Because now we're talking about <laughs> concerts and tickets. Have you heard the controversy over the ticket pricing for the Rose? I've heard whispers on TikTok. Okay. I just have not really delved into the matter. I, I right. think people I... were outraged by the pricing. Is that how, what it is? Yes. People were outraged by the pricing. But I think they were mainly outraged by, like, the VIP experience. Um, because I don't think the regular concert pricing was outrageous. Okay. But some of the V... So they had, like, different tiers for, like, VIP and VVIP. Okay. I mean, some of the pricing was kind of crazy. So, how crazy? Uh, because I've seen some crazy that. shit that I was like, how? who would pay that? I mean, I want to say, like, thousands. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. I feel like it was thousands, if I'm not mistaken. Because that's, like, I've only seen comments on twitter like i've just seen people being outraged so and honestly i don't it's just so hard for me to like decipher because i i don't know i don't know how to say this in a way that it makes (laughs) sense but you know, people's perceptions were like, it's fine when people say, well, not everyone can afford the VVIP experience, but, you know, people see it and then they feel bad about it. But I, you know, I have a very different, oh, like, sorry. did you find the pricing? <laughs> Yeah, and then it flew away. Oh, are you on uh, Twitter? Cool. No, I just Googled it, and then it's called meetandgreetticket.com. I don't even know okay. if this is the correct one, but... Um, are they, gold, like, thousands of dollars? Gold Elite for mm-hmm. one ticket, mm-hmm. VIP ticket package, is mm-hmm. 1118 Yeah, that sounds about right. Diamond Elite is 998 Mm-hmm. Gold Deluxe is four ninety four, mm-hmm. um, so on and so forth down to yeah. Diamond Fan, which is two sixty three. Right. Okay, but those are meet and greets, right? Uh, I would assume. Okay. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm okay. trying to. No, because I don't think like I yeah like I. I don't think the pricing of just the ticket was outrageous. I think the pricing of um, the VIP experiences people thought were outrageous. But, you know, I'm kind of conflicted because I, I'm someone, I'm someone who is like, okay, this is how much I could afford. I don't 
Like, like you're I, not going to get mad over it correct. if it's something you can't afford. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for this Elite, or whatever this is, Gold Elite package includes reserved 200 level ticket, luxurious 7 hour limousine service, Orders for a quantity of one are subject to an additional charge. Private pre-show hospitality, food and drinks, specially designed tour merch, and a detailed itinerary. Right. I don't even think that is worth it. Maybe it's that's be more than that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what people are complaining about. Um, but. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, if you read through this, there's, like, so many different. The Rose San Francisco meet and greet. Then there's the Rose San Francisco VIP tickets. Right. Then there's the VIP package. Mm-hmm. There's front row tickets. And then backstage VIP pass. So Right. I, I mean, don't... when I look at the pricing of yeah. just the concert, I do not think the pricing of the concerts are that outrageous um but i'm also not interested in those additional experiences right but i don't understand why i know it's gonna sound terrible i don't understand why people are so outraged over the pricing of stuff like this because if you're outraged, but it's not like the tick, it's not like the concert pricing is outrageous. Because I think the concert pricing is in line with other concert pricing. But I'm, if you're outraged at the experiences, yeah, you don't have to go. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't know how this works on the fly. It's a little confusing. But, like, just clicking on, um, like, the di- the lowest VIP, the Diamond Fan Package, mm-hmm. it says it includes general admission floor ticket and mm-hmm. specially designed tour merch. Okay. For two sixty three, That wouldn't be worth it to me. I wouldn't pay two sixty three for that. Let's put it that way. One, I hate ge- general admission. I will not do that anymore. So. Right. If I can't buy a seat. Correct. It's a different story. But, but you see, that's the thing. Seats. But that's us. So it's not yeah. like, that's why, like, that's it. That ex- Like, I look at these, none of these ticket packages are for me. But right. if somebody else wants to do it, let them do it. Why are, I guess you, my issue is why. Right. I, I guess I'm just confused as to why people are so outraged. Um. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'd have to do more research because I don't know if what's being stated to me in this is the full story. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like maybe I could be missing some information. But if it comes down to the fear of missing out and that's why you're pissed off, that's on you. That's not really on the band. 
or well, whatever you're mad at. I, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if the band actually dictates the pricing and the packages and the VIP experience and stuff like that. I would think but, not. Right. I think the company or the peop- yeah. the promoters probably has a lot to do with that. But again, if you can't afford it, why are you worried about it? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I don't think this is... Like, listen, we were just at the event in Las Vegas. Like, there were literally, like, meet and greet and those kinds of special packages, like, for, like, $2,500 to a couple thousand. Same thing with KCON. Like, there's yeah. literally KCON packages that are four or $5,000. This is a part of K-pop. This is where I feel like, as a fan, we have to know what our limits are. You yes. know, and I I know it sounds like callous when I say this, but like don't ever go broke or go into debt because you have a fear of missing out. Yeah. And I, I it's tough. But it's But it's the truth. It's really not that tough, honestly. You have to have priorities in life and like prioritizing your interactions with a K-pop idol should never be above your own mental health or paying your bills or your like risk losing your job or any of those things. I agree with that. However, when you and I talking about the people losing their minds during concerts, I think we know that they're not always using the best logic or the best thought process. They're very emotionally driven. (sighs) So I agree with you. Um, I mean, I myself have not been able to buy certain things I want to buy because um, I need a job. Right. You know, like there is a limit where you're like, okay, I need to pay for this. Right. I cannot afford to buy albums or whatever else. Right. The same thing goes for concerts. You know, if there's someone comes to town that I really want to see, I can't go see them. Right. So that's the tough reality. That's why I say it's tough because you have to, you have to be honest with yourself in your situation. Right. And I think people have a hard time doing that. No, I recognize that. And I, but I think, you know, there's like a pervasive problem in K-pop with K-pop stands where they yes. are they become completely irrational when right, it comes like, to their faves. Not being able to pay for your your rent when you go home because you went to Listen, a K-pop concert. <laughs> we've act, I mean, I we've seen those TikToks where people are mm-hmm. like, "I'm at a concert, but I can't afford to ha- buy food. Right. But I'm here." Right. Uh, are you joking because i okay no you're not (laughs) i'm sorry i no like this is where i think this becomes really problematic because you no longer have boundaries in your life because to me you do that once you would do it consistently because no one is worth risking your own personal health and well-being for 
You know, same thing with something like this. You mostly is people upset about like the meet and greet, the VVIP like experiences. But are you there for the music or do you need a personal interaction? Like this is where right. the boundaries gets very blurry. Like you could have like, let's say your budget is $200. Isn't seeing the band enough? Right. I would say it should be. If that's what your budget is. You know, you love them for a reason. Right. So getting to see them and hear them should be enough. You know, and this is kind of interesting. Like, I think about it this way. It's like going to the grocery store, right? Because everybody has to go buy groceries. You go to a grocery store and you're like, I have a really limited budget. But, you know, instead of like, I want to buy some fruit. Well, what do I want to buy? I only have $10. I could buy some apples for $2.59 a pound. Or do I want to buy like some exotic dragon fruit for like $7.99 a pound? Like at a certain point, you have to make those kinds of decisions. You can't just, you can't be mad like, well, why is that dragon fruit $7.99 a pound? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good analogy. I I don't know. I, I feel like fans have such a skewed perception of real life and like k-pop life do you think it's like entitlement i in a way yes yeah i think that's a good way of describing it um it's also I think K-pop has also made the idols very accessible. So therefore, we feel like they should be accessible at all times. But when you really think about it, K-pop idols are accessible to us at a cost, right? You have to have like bubble to be able to talk to them. You have to buy a gazillion albums to do a fan sign or do a meet and greet. Exactly. So, I mean, we, it is a weird sense of entitlement because we feel like we should dictate what somebody, somebody's effort or somebody's time is worth. And, you know, it's this like, what is the interaction worth to you? Because that's at the end of the day what we're talking about. Because I don't actually think anybody's like really complaining about the pricing of the concerts. They're complaining about the pricing of the experience add-ons. Correct. I mean, I'm looking at the ticket tiers and packages on the Rose's official site mm-hmm. it breaks it down more right but man i just don't even know like for the vvv <laughs> ip tier it's ridiculous uh i know you get the earliest entry to the venue signature with poster mm-hmm. vvip merch bundle you get mm-hmm. exclusive vvvip merch item 
you get a solo photo with the rose mm-hmm. and green room experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Exclusive behind the scenes look at what it takes to put on a concert for the rose includes a brief tour of the stage and mm-hmm. backstage areas as well as opportunity to hang out with the rose in their green room. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I mean for eleven hundred dollars. That's crazy. I I I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I mean I really <laughs> Especially because this shit goes by so fast. Right. Like as someone who did buy VIP mm-hmm. and all that, I don't even know. I think I paid two fifty. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? One fifty. Yeah, but that was but that was on top of your concert ticket pricing. Correct. It was right. separate. Correct. Um, but it's a hundred and fifty dollars for a signed poster. Right. I got to wave at them while they were in right. the plexiglass, and then Correct. the send off. Right. Granted, it is an amazing experience that right. I will always remember. Right. But it goes by so fucking fast. Right. I I don't know. You you have to start to frame things in your mind. Like, is this worth it? Right. Like, if you literally need to make your car payments and pay bills. And it's pay bills and do all that or go f- to this experience. Right. To me, it's not worth it. Right. I I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a tough it's a conversation. Tough, yeah. But. Uh, There's no right answer, in my opinion, for this. Because everyone. Everyone's going to have their own emotions tied to their decisions. Right. I feel like that makes it harder. Of course, (laughs) because the whole K-pop, like, honestly, what really made K-pop work is we have emotional ties to our idols. And this is why, you know, they make so much more money and they can based on these experiences because we want access to them. Because we know so much about them. We look at them as a friend in our lives. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, are these prices that outrageous? I don't really know because it's something I'm completely uninterested in. But for, you know, when you look at the perspective, like, there's no pricing on any of these like VIP tier one soundtrack pass one premium ticket early entry ticket holder soundtrack Q&A lanyard poster guitar pick up and a sample of the fragrance like what is that worth to you right you know for some for some for somebody that's like well I would pay 50 bucks above the ticket price and for other people's like well I would pay up to $500 for that experience. But what's funny is that VIP doesn't even get you any access to them at all. No, they do not. No high touch, no whatever. Right. So, I don't know. Is it worth getting mad about? I don't think so. Now, maybe they feel like these companies are taking advantage. Every company is taking advantage. But but here's the (laughs) thing, though. I... For me, I don't think these, I don't think they're outrageous knowing what other events are doing. 
Yeah. I mean, I literally, agree. yeah, literally for WeeBridge, I think there were packages in like the thousands. Yeah. Because I know we talked about it. I think one of them might have been, yeah, like 2000 Yeah, it was like $2,500. Um, it's crazy. Let's look. Let, I'm just going to look at something really quick. I, I wanted to look at just KCON stuff. KCON, I remember being crazy pricing as well. Yeah, I mean, $500 for a ticket for just the show and then meet and greets are separate see this is where it kind of like gets interesting because a lot of the other ones are like a la carte right you mm -hmm. buy a concert ticket you want soundtrack it's x you want meet and greet is x so by the time you add all of those up it also could be outrageous this is why i never even wanted to do any of this stuff it's right. something that's completely i'm uninterested in it but for people who are and can be, you know, good for them and good for the company. Hopefully the Rose is making a lot of money off of this. I hope so. Yes. Right. But I do find it. I don't know. I guess there's no nice way of saying it. I do find it slightly weird that people are upset by these, by the pricing of these experiences. If the ticket prices of the concerts were outrageous, then I'd be like, yeah, this is kind of like, you know, if they're really out of line, I think that's like a valid reason to complain. But you're paying for access. So and right. it's not it's not like it's not this is not barring you from having to see having this is not barring you from having the concert experience. And I think that's why in my head, it's a, it's an interesting conversation, right? It's not like, oh my God, this is my only chance. They're touring the US. I can't, you know, the, the ticket prices are so outrageous that, you know, they're $500 for like 100, you know, 300 level tickets or whatever. I don't think the ticket prices are outrageous. Yeah, perhaps the add the add-on experiences are far-fetched and really high. But like, this is where I'm just like, are you there for the music or are you there for personal interaction? Yeah. Very different things. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's all I got to say. <laughs> this I mean, whole episode point. is just me and my unpopular uh, opinions. No. You have good you have good opinions. I think you have very insightful opinions. I think I view K-pop very different than a lot of people. I literally Probably. view this as entertainment. This is not my life. This is not these Well, you, you know. view it from like entertainment and like non-serious. <laughs> Correct. But you also view it from a marketing standpoint, you know? So I think it's I think it's interesting. Yeah. Because it's but not always some of it's not always like how I would view it, but right, you know, I think it's good to know those things. So. Right, but you know, <laughs> I think we just just even from this to the conversation about like the PC card investigations and stuff like that, 
I think we constantly need to remind ourselves that like many, many, many people are profiting off of us. And we need to keep on reminding ourselves of that. K-pop idols, that is just a job. That is their income is is that it is their job not to sell music it it is their job to like sell themselves to us that's what engages us that is what makes us feel emotionally attached this is why we want to collect their you know pcs this is why we want to like have a fan call with them this is why we want to have a meet and greet or we want to have a photo with them this is crazy evil genius marketing ploys (laughs) and i think this is why once in a while we have to be honest that like we are victims of the k-pop marketing machine and it makes me very sad when people are emotionally attached and when they have these very emotional responses for everything yeah and some of it can be very detrimental. It's incredibly detrimental because now, yeah. you know, there's, I mean, lots of people having these conversations and I'm just like, yeah, but like, this is just a marketing ploy. This is a business opportunity because you know what? If nobody buys it, they'll, they won't do this anymore. But if people buy it, they will keep on doing it because other groups are doing this. Other companies are doing this and fans are are doing this so for them they're looking at it like well other people are willing to do this we're gonna give it a shot and see what happens right yeah because they don't want to lose out either the other thing is every time i see i come across a tiktok or whatever where people are talking about you know some of the crazy stuff of k-pop like overspending Going mm-hmm. to concerts you can't afford, yep. buying too many albums, trying to get yep. into a fan call, like all yep. those things. If you look into the comment section, mm-hmm. everyone is not only um, they're like reinforcing everything yep. with their own, like, oh, I'm in the same boat, yep. or oh, like you know, yep. you feed off each other of this bad behavior. It is. So it's mob it's, mentality. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy to me because sometimes I'm like. Dude, you are t- you are encouraging other people, right, to bad, do yeah. harm to themselves in some Agreed. way or another. Agreed. And just because it's in the fun guise of K-pop, right, doesn't mean that's a good thing. Real life still happens. Right. K-pop is a hobby. A hobby should never be damaging to your mental health or your well-being or your finances or your personal relationships or anything that's real. K-pop is not real. It's entertainment. It's literally for enjoyment. Correct. And honestly, when I and I see and I'm sure you do, too, we see a fair share of just these really terrible behaviors where people are literally under the anonymity of like TikTok or whatever, like literally. And part of it makes me think, I'm like, are you pleading for help? Like, because you mm. realize this is wrong, right? Because you right. see people are like, you know, haha, it's kind of funny, but it's not that I like I have 500 albums and I didn't even get into a, you know, fan sign and I have to pay my credit card bill. 
is it funny? No, it's not. People are encouraging this kind of bad behavior. And once people are like, oh, yeah, I'm in the same boat or, oh, don't worry about it. Or when people are like, oh, I really want to go to this concert, but I, you know, I have to pay bills or whatever, whatever. And people are like, yeah, but you can't, you know, you can't put a price tag on experience. Right. Or yellow. Exactly. But and then people are like, okay, well, I have all these people in my corner encouraging me. I should just throw caution to the wind, you know, (laughs) and it's it's kind it's kind of it's disconcerting. It really is. Makes me sit there and go, what is happening? Right. Like, I wonder Pure pressure people, is real. <laughs> so people is, go on yeah. there to try to get, like, you're like, oh, my God, I did this bad thing. And then all these people come at you with, like, oh, I did the same thing. It'll be right. fine. Yeah. I feel like they're looking for validation, too. Yeah. Some of them. Probably. Them. Yeah. Um, it's just It's just bad mental thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's just not a good train of thought. Let's put it that right. way. No, I know. Like, I mean, this is why I always say I, I, I never peer pressure anybody. I don't, like, because you don't know how that person's leaning. And, you know, all of our situations are different. Right. And I would never, like, I just think some of this stuff is toxic because you do it once. Like, you're just like, okay, I'm going to go to this concert. I can't afford food, but I'm going to go because, you know, YOLO. Um, And then, like, you keep on kind of, like, pushing your own boundaries in a bad way or, like, lose your boundaries. Like, you know, where where are you going to stop? You're going to go into debt over K-pop? You're going to... Get evicted or, you know Right. Right. Ah. It's such know. a double-edged sword. It is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So. And at the end of the day, K-pop is not that serious. But right? K-pop fans are just like, do not have boundaries. No. Most of them, seems like. In, in the broad sense. Correct. <laughs> Meaning Listen. you can't. I do the same thing. Sometimes I get caught up and then I'm just like, holy shit, no, this is like too much. This is not healthy. This is not realistic. This is not um, like I can't maintain it. Like this is insane. It's not sustainable. I have to stop. Yeah. And I am surrounded by all enablers. (laughs) That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, I don't enable. I just go, hey, there's a cute show. You absolutely (laughs) enable. You don't have to buy it, but just in case, here you go. That is just as bad as saying, like, YOLO. (laughs) There's been some times where you were like, oh, my God, the thing sold. I fucking wanted this. And then I'm like, damn it, I saw it yesterday. (laughs) But I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> so now I just send them to you and go, I don't know if this right. is in your plan. Yeah. But here it is in case. See, this is the thing. Sometimes it's not <laughs> even like, I don't even know that stuff existed or whatever, but oh. somebody sends it to me. I'm like, well, I need it now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of that. Yes, you are. Enabler. All enablers. 
That's okay. I know where my limit, I mean, I know where my limit lies. This is why I'm not going to KCON. Hey, when you told me not to let you go to Burberry or wherever it was in London, I did my job. But then when we had to separate and go into different terminals. I know. I'm a weak person. I, this is why I need supervision at all times. So I'll, I'll take ownership of, like, two check on merch. Yes. And some random PCs. <laughs> Dude, like, there's probably, there's only a couple more Tuta Gum stuff I want, and I am done. I am. Really? I just want the luggage tags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got the Mingum, and I love it. I want at least a Nunu and a Honey. At least. So those are the only two things I'm looking for. I'll say I'll be on the lookout for you, but I feel like I'm not supposed to be, so... No, those are the only two (laughs) things I want. If you see them, you have to send it to me. But those are the only two things I want. (laughs) For reals. Yeah. Okay, we have to go now. Let's wrap it up. (laughs) Um, For all of you who get to go to IAM's Overdrive um, concert this weekend, enjoy... Be safe, have forward. a good time. Yeah. Yes, I look forward to all the clips. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued. So, um, as always, Jade and I would love to know your thoughts on the K-Pop Corner podcast. Um, or if you have any suggestions of groups or anything you want us to talk about, please email us at the uh, K-Pop Corner podcast at gmail.com. Or you can message me on Twitter at K-Pop Corner Pod, or you can find us on TikTok at the K-Pop Corner Podcast and Jade at MXBEBE2021. And we'll see you next time at the K-Pop Corner. Bye. Bye.